Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. And now, your host, Phil Dwayne. An exciting podcast today. We're going to discuss the ARA show from Orlando. And I'm going to go ahead and give it to you from start to finish for me because what an exciting night to be a part of the Leap Awards. And they had a reception and they gave out the awards and, and Karen was there and, and all the folks at Lift and Access Magazine with the OEMs that won the award. So it was exciting to interact with everybody and the different suppliers and stuff that won their awards. And, and it was kind of a, you know, a nice, quiet evening as far as the reception went with a nice meal that came with it. But that was a fun thing to be a part of and exciting for all the folks that won awards. It, that was early before the show started. And then the show starts and the traffic was good. People were, I mean, the first two days, you, you know, I worked a booth. I was busy the whole day. That was exciting. Keep in mind, the ARA show today, much different from years past. Of course, we know about you know the big three, four national accounts. They have their own supplier show or vendor show. So when you talk about the ARA, you're talking about the original members that, for the most part, are independent rental companies that, that go and they go to make their purchases for the year or they go to shop. And, and see what products they want to add to their to their rental fleet for the year. And that's always exciting for me because big business decisions with a lot of capital to be spent for, for people that want to invest in their and grow in their rental fleet or maybe replacing some products they have. Now, as far as Access Nation goes, okay, if you took away all aerials, boom scissors and telehandlers from that show, you really have small tools and party rentals. Now, granted, there's supplier type and you know software type, and there's all kinds of other things that support it. But I'm going to tell you, Access Nation, we rocked at ARA, and we were represented by OEMs. I'm talking 24, 25 OEMs that I can think of right now, and I, I've got a list of them that, that showed up, and it is a worldwide representation at ARA. Now, I want to get in those details. I want, to, but stay tuned because. Uh, I'm going to go back to some of the show traffic and things like that. Hold tight. Are you curious about how the ramp control feature works on the new GMG line of scissors? Call me, Christy, at Shemp Wholesale to schedule a demo. I'd love to show you all of the exciting benefits and features, such as iPower and 5-Speed, to help you maximize your return on investment. Call me today at 816-749-3343. Before I start highlighting some of the show stuff, I want to talk about this standard because what made this year different is everybody had to show up with the compliant boom, the 9220 compliant boom. And it was exciting. I know I went in to set up early, so I was there in the weekend. And, you know, between cleaning this machine and moving this machine in and doing that, I like to take a lap around the uh, around the, the showroom floor and I like to see the products. And I got a chance to do that. And there's some really cool stuff, and you talk about competitive advantages that some OEMs have. They didn't really throw their cards out on this, and so this was a reveal. I know JLG had a reveal on their restricted boom and their tri-capacity or tri-rating. I think they had a 40 there that had that, and and so as well as everybody, how they're going to do their fold-down rails on their scissors, how the gates look, you know, whether it's wind-rated or not wind-rated, and all those things were exciting. Keep in mind, the talk about this standard 
hell, we're thinking it's, we don't know when it's going to start. I mean, so much to the point that I think it's the day after. I mean, I, there, there's a report here uh, from Lichtman Access Magazine, uh, uh, you know, February 17th, um, JLG and Jeannie and a group of people sign a petition to end the appeals so we can get this thing going with this new standard. I mean, it is crazy. And it seems like we don't have our shit together with it. And let's go, people. To me, I think it's a great thing that we're making the equipment better and we're making the operators safer. They have to go through a lot of training. But until we start moving on with this, we can't push the envelope. I'll give you an example. They had every manufacturer, not every manufacturer, most aerial manufacturers had a part of their booth that you could go get your online training. There was a few people that had booths that just did training there. Okay, There's another portion to this standard that requires the hands-on training, and it's model-specific. So there's a whole other arena that still has to take place, and that'll be part of the learning curve with the new standard. But the first thing we got to do is is say, yes, it's over. Everything done right now is 92.20 compliant, and let's move on. And that is part of this appeal that just got put out with uh, – with the group that um, I think it's Genie, uh, JLG, um, there's several on, listed on it. Uh, AEM was an association that's a part of this. So that's cool that these guys are going, hey, we're leaders in the industry, and we're going to hold you guys to the feet to the fire to say, let's let's get this party going. A part of that would be these new, all these new booms and scissors that have all these new features on them for the standard. Now, I'm going to make note of a few that I thought were cool. You know, there's only two people that make a 19-foot scissor that you don't have to fold the rails down. And those two were snorkel and hybrid. Everybody else, you have to fold them down. Now, then it became the thing of, well, you can switch down to a, a Micro 15, which GMG had, and, and, and JLG has a, a Micro 13. Or it came down to, okay, here's the catch. Here's, the, here's how easy it is to fold my rails down on a 19 but then you also have to go look, okay, that is a one-man rated and indoor only, it, or it won't take the wind restrictions. So when you start shopping for scissors, and if you know how to ask the right questions, trust me, there was something unique about it. There was, there was, I think, I don't know, 12, 13 different people making scissors there, I think is what I counted. And there's really something different about everybody. I mean, there was a lot of things. If, you know, if you're not current on the standard or what's, if you don't know the machine specifically to ask the right questions, you're really not sure because a scissor looks like a scissor. But trust me, there's some unique differences to a lot of them here. And when I say unique differences, what I'm saying is indoor-outdoor rating, rail height, how many people capacity-wise, a ton of different things. And then you get into the mechanical part, electric drive, non-electric drive, AGM batteries, not AGM batteries, all sorts of things. So, you know, a lot of manufacturers, something different. Stay tuned. Hey, ARA was awesome this year. Good job to everybody who participated. Stay tuned. I have Dave Meyer here with Valco Equipment, Aleppo Group Company. Dave, tell us about what you have. Whether you are loading a pallet of material or you need to reach heights from 12 to 185 feet, Valco Equipment, Aleppo Group Company, has the answer. Hi, it's Mr. Forklift, your National Access Lift Specialist, speaking to all the loyal Access Nation listeners. Here at Valco, we carry all the major brands from JLG, Genie, Mech, Skyjack, Gale, Pettibone, Skytrack, and Manitou. 
from telehandlers to man lifts, new or used, our inventory is ready to ship nationwide or even farther. Contact me today at 800-245-5528 or visit our website, valcoequipment.com or lepos.com. Thank you, Access Nation. We've been talking about the standard so long, and I say it about every time I get on and do a podcast to try to say, hey, Access Nation, I'm done talking about the standard. I really am, and let's just move on with it. Now about the products, some cool stuff, and I want to talk about telehandlers. Uh, disappointed Pettibone didn't have their traversing uh, 12K there, but they did have a 12K in the booth. JCB had their 12K with the low horsepower. The, the new arrival was Sony, and they had a 10k in the booth and first arrival that i've seen i know that they announced it i saw it in some of the publications that they had their telehandlers they were working on but there was actually a machine in the booth not sure if they were taking orders or not but you know they're running a cummins diesel in it with uh, dana axle and transmission it you know it's a china made product or it's the company's out of china but i can tell you there's a they got some american going on there the way they're doing their powertrain and they back it up with a decent warranty and i saw that but now i wouldn't know because i don't think they've actually sold any of the machines yet so that was interesting uh, from the handler standpoint the scissors were I mean, it was crazy how many people. I mean, Aichi uh, showed back up, and we haven't—I haven't seen them in a while. But you know, you could sense that this market, this Access Nation that we're in, has grown so much. Everybody wants a piece of it, and people from all over the world want a piece of it. And you think about the world market. You know, if you can get a small percentage of the North American market, you're going to be doing well. I estimate over 400,000 scissors in North America. I'm just going to throw that out there. I wouldn't have a real clue, but I'm just going to throw it out there just with an educated guess. And so there's over 400,000 scissors out there in the marketplace today. Well, as let's say it doesn't grow any, but we're going to replace them on an eight-year cycle or 10-year cycle. There's a whole lot of replacement business, and I think that's definitely not a secret. If you walked around the ARA show, you saw all the different people that were making scissor lifts. Now, there's some private label stuff going on, and, and I get that, but that's that's an OEM trying to leverage maybe a brand's relationships. So I get it, marketing tactic for doing that, but... It was pretty amazing to see that. When it comes to booms, there really isn't a, a broad range of boom manufacturers like there was scissors. Now, that could change. Um, everybody has their niche. But I would say that with the new standard in place, I mean, Genie and Skyjack and JLG, they all had a big presence. And, of course, Snorkel uh, had theirs, and they had a big presence there, too, as far as booms. Um, everybody else probably didn't put on quite the show in the boom category, um, like that. So I personally worked the GMG booth. GMG had the broadest range of scissor lifts as far as different models, and they were all 92.20 compliant. So um, definitely had our things, you know, everything was going on for the market setting for GMG. And the booth had a lot of traffic in it and a lot of fun questions of guys who were asking the questions about, okay, what's this mean in the standard? And those are good conversations to have. So from an OEM standpoint, that was exciting. Show traffic the first two days, it was busy. I mean, your day flew by. 
I didn't have time to go walk to show any. I was, you know, busy fielding questions and stuff and working deals on scissor lifts. But at the same time, I was pleased with it. In a Con Expo year, you don't know who's going to show up. And, and, you know, Con Expo three weeks away, I'm guessing it's going to be a huge turnout there too because ARA did well. Now, the reports I got back from World of Concrete was maybe not quite as busy, but there's people that, that came and they want to see the machines. I'm not sure how many deals actually got worked, but at the same time, people showing up, construction's lively and good. And for anybody to think that this year, 2020, is a downturn year, I, I don't see it. I mean, I think there's a digestion period in our access nation because we've you can't have record year, record year, record year. But if your business is down a little bit, it's still a great year. I mean, there's nothing you can say about downturn when it comes to that. I call it more of a digestion period, but that's just me being optimistic. And I like to be that way here on Access Nation. Hold tight. Access Nation is now available on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe today for all of the latest industry news. Talking a little more about the ARA show from Orlando. As a rep agent, you know, I've worked with Reachmaster and Tom and those guys, and, and it's a lot of fun just to be on the show talking to people about lifts. And, and this year I spent a lot of time with GMG. And the exciting part about that was Jim Tully said, hey, come in early and, and, and let's, let's get the booth set up and get the machines cleaned. And I got to thinking, man, I got to go back to the late 90s when I worked at Snorkel before I actually help set up a booth and clean the machines. And, you know, I will tell you that is, it's work. Uh, don't get me wrong, but to actually clean the products that you're going to be talking about all week, you know, of course you get in and operate them, drive them, move them around. And did you just get really familiar with it? That was fun for me. I would go get a glass of water or a bottle of water, or you, you know, you kind of walk the convention center and there's other everybody else that was getting ready, getting their machines all polished up and pretty, you know, hoping they can get a sale and and wanting to impress all the rental uh, customers and the, and the equipment guys coming in. They were ready to buy. It's just a fun atmosphere. Thinking back to trade shows because I've worked a lot of ARAs. I'll tell you, the hybrid guys were excited. I mean, you know, I, of course, I have friends at JLG that I haven't seen them. I held Lance OJ and I used to set up the snorkel booth, and here he is setting up the JLG booth, and I was down working at GMG. I mean, it's just a fun feeling to be a part of that before the show. And, you know, the machines aren't clean. They don't, sh I guarantee you, you don't get them when you order them from, uh, from the factory. They don't show up looking clean and, and shiny like that. So we, we put a little extra effort into to putting on a good show for everybody to come in and, and try them out. But, you know, working with a lot of people in these shows, I, I will tell you about Jim Tully is that he actually takes a, a real personal pride on the machines and he wants a place where he can operate it and he can show guys his features and benefits. And as an owner operator, I mean, that's a great quality. And you talk about leadership and everybody, it's kind of a buzzword, but Jim backs it up. I've worked a lot of shows. He works as hard as anybody I've seen, and he cares about his products. And that made it fun for me to be a part of. Now, granted, we didn't blow up the order board like we had hoped, 
But at the same time, we did do some deals, and it, it just felt good to be a part of a team like that and watch how it all comes to place. And as I looked around the trade show, there was there was everybody in that show felt the same way, who was there setting up and doing it. So that exciting part of the show, and then all the guys that come in and, and want to see a price and want to check the specs, I mean, that's all just, it's just fun. You meet new people, and you see people you haven't seen in a long time, and I got to do all that, and it just made it neat. Now, Con Expo's coming up, and that that show allows a lot more end users, like actual operators or you know contractor-type people. And so you field a lot of questions that are different from the standpoint of more product-specific, hey, I'm working a job, um, this is what I'm needing. And so you, know, you can get banged up on your specs real quick, and you get questions that you've never heard before. That you, I know you don't have the answer for, but you got to figure something out. And, and Con Expo is more of a, you get some end user type questions, and it makes it a little more dynamic of a show. I mean, they're all selling shows. Don't get me wrong. You're going to write deals and and people can come in to buy, but at the same time, you get a lot more, a lot more end user presence at Con Expo just because of the size and magnitude of it. And if you're a contractor, you can show up to that show every three years, and you can see about any product made related to construction at that show. But you know what? I had a great time, and, and when you, whenever, like I say, I mean, I threw some kudos out to uh, GMG and, and Jim Tolley, and I'd say the same thing about Tom McKendry, him and Conrad down at Anaheim for their booth, but it's just a great feeling to be a part of a team and to go in and do something like that and get your hands dirty cleaning them and trying to make the machines look good for all the guys so you can hopefully sell one. So I, you know what? I do it every year, or for most years I have, and, and I, I really, truly enjoy it. It's a great time, and this year was no exception to the rule. ARA did a good job. It's it's just a it's just a fun time. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed belong solely to Access Nation and are not necessarily those of its affiliates, sponsors, or business partners. This podcast is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a certified professional. I didn't get into a lot of the specifics as far as features and benefits. And like I said, everybody has a niche right now of things they could be selling over their competitors. Um, so as a buyer, check double-check specs and, and understand exactly what you're getting. Because with the new standard, there could be some differences to machines. And so that's things you want to be aware of. I also noticed that the Lions auction the week before, uh, just speaking of used equipment values, um, did pretty good. I mean, I think there's some scissors that went at a bargain price, but everything else kind of held true. And this week, I know Richie Brothers had a big auction down there with had a lot of access equipment and aerial handler, boom scissors, etc. And those prices were fairly steady. So that's exciting news that, that the used equipment values, you know, they've dipped from year over year, but they're holding steady here. So buyers get get your orders in now because i don't know because the forecast is big for construction so i don't think that they're going to get any cheaper going forward especially with the new standard so sorry i didn't get into the details of each product as far as selling advantage over this one or that one at the same time if you're in the market for access equipment there's a big selection available right now and like i say 24 25 different manufacturers at the ARA show between booms, handlers, and scissors. That's exciting, Access Nation. Hey, thanks for tuning in to my podcast. Share with everybody and, and, and give me feedback because I'm trying to make this podcast good and focused on our Access Nation. Thanks. Thanks.